Welcome to another episode of Holistic Healing Space, a podcast to share holistic and spiritual insight, to offer hope, healing, inspiration, and wisdom along our journey home. I'm your host, Holly, and today I have a beautiful guest for you. Vanessa is a Reiki master and teacher, holistic coach, meditation, and yoga facilitator. Originally from Germany, Currently based in Bali, Indonesia, where we met in 2018, Vanessa has been a dear friend of mine ever since. Vanessa shares with us the healing magic of Reiki. We discuss trusting our inner knowing, challenging our beliefs, facing our fears, embracing change, stepping out of our comfort zones and into the unknown, creating our preferred lifestyle, and becoming the person we truly desire to be. I hope you enjoy our chat. So welcome, Vanessa. It's so lovely to have you here today. Thanks for being on this podcast. I'd love for you to tell us a bit about what you actually do as a therapist and healer and whatever you'd like to tell us, we'd love to hear more. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very grateful to be here. I'm a Reiki master teacher, a naturopath for psychotherapy and a yoga teacher. And in my therapy, I bring all of this together. But mostly, I really focus on the energy healing and the Reiki. Beautiful. And I know you're amazing at what you do. And we met in Bali, didn't we, a couple of years ago through some friends. And I remember I just connected with you and really enjoyed spending time with you when we ran, ran some workshops in Bali yeah but what, what what would you I'd love to actually for you to I guess explain a bit more about um, I guess why you do what we do mm-hmm. or what led yeah. you down that path <laughs> yeah I'd love to do that as you mentioned yeah so we we met in Bali a couple of years ago that was very beautiful and I really love our connection and uh, yeah so why am I doing what I'm doing <laughs> Um, I think I need to go a few years back. Yeah, so everything started actually a couple of years ago back in Germany. That's where I'm from. And I was still living in Germany at that time. And I had a lot of lower belly pain and I couldn't figure out what it is. And I went from doctor to doctor and everyone was telling me, there is nothing, you're fine. But I constantly had this pain and I really tried to work out what it is. And so I didn't really get the help that I needed. And that was when I started to look more into holistic healing. And that also brought me to Reiki. And Reiki helped me so much in this journey. And with Reiki, I really was able to take back my power, my responsibility for my own healing. And I really liked the holistic approach of it. And in general, the holistic healing, that you're not only looking at the symptom, but that you're looking at the person as a whole. And yeah, I really got inspired by that. And this is when I started to educate myself more on holistic healing And I became a naturopath for psychotherapy because I was really aware that everything is connected to the mind and just kept on looking for more and more things that I can integrate, not only for myself, but also 
for my family, my friends, and my future clients. So I discovered yoga, and I discovered more and more Reiki. And um, yeah, coming to Bali six years ago really opened up my world to step into this holistic healing and becoming really a holistic therapist. And uh, at some point, I wanted to share this gift because for me, Reiki had helped me so much in my life that I really wanted to start sharing it with others. And that's when I became a Reiki master teacher. So now I'm able to it's not really teaching others how to do it. It's more, we call it a harmonization or an attunement that people uh, receive when they do a training and that helps them to heal themselves. Because I deeply believe that it's not the healer that is healing us, but it's ourselves. And this, is, this comes with a lot of responsibility mm. and we really need to get out of the victim role mm -hmm. I love everything you just said Vanessa it's Thank so you. so true especially you know our ability to heal ourselves but having to take that responsibility and you know once we find that power it's beautiful if someone was new to Reiki how would you describe what Reiki is to somebody? Yeah, so Reiki is a form of energy healing. And I think the simplest way to describe this is really to being aware that everything is energy. Even the chair you're sitting on right now, it's just a different form of energy. So Reiki is universal life force energy. And yeah. this is energy is all around us. Yeah, it's everywhere. And Reiki helps you to channel this energy, to become a channel of this energy. Yeah? And it heals indirectly through calming the mind and also raising the life force energy in and around your body. Because often energy gets stuck and that is what is causing illnesses and diseases and also physical pain. And the Reiki energy really helps you to get this flowing again. Yeah, Reiki is an amazing tool and um, I'm sure that you've seen some big changes in your clients. So with Reiki, Vanessa, in terms of what it can actually help people to heal, I know it can be very broad in terms of, you know, what, what Reiki can assist with, but would you like to give us a bit more of an idea about that? Yeah, sure. So Reiki works on all levels. Yeah, Reiki works on the spiritual, the mental, the emotional and the physical level. So wherever there are blockages, it can really support you with this. And let's say you have back pain. And the thing is, the back pain is just a symptom. And we really need to see what is underneath there. It's often the stuck energy. Yeah. And Reiki is very much linked also. It's very holistic. So you really need to see what is going on in this person's life at the moment, what was going on in the past. Yeah, it's, it's often not only the things that are happening right now, but it's often something that is already there for a long time, but people are not aware of it. Yeah? So, And what we do with Reiki is really to heal that on all these different levels, because what happens is, let's say somebody is saying something really negative about you, and you start to believe that, and it gets stored in your body. First, it gets stored in your energy field, in your aura, and this is the energy field around you. And if we don't do anything about that, it goes deeper and deeper. And at some point, it is in your physical body. And that's often when we do get aware of it. 
because that's when we can feel it. So it has a lot to do with really our consciousness. How conscious are we about the people we're allowing into our life and how much do we take their beliefs as our own? So if we are very aware of that, and this is what you also learn with Ricky, yeah, to just be more aware of what people actually throw at you and if you want to take it or not, and how to actually clear it so that it doesn't go into the physical body. Because it's always easier to release something when it's still in the energy field. It often takes a bit more time to release it when it already is stuck in the body. That's such a amazing explanation that's thanks so much for sharing that and I guess that that really resonates with me when I started Reiki with an autoimmune disease it was to that level that it was actually in the body and releasing and starting to understand the reasons behind my manifestation of that illness and that awareness through Reiki and the healing is really magical so the work that you do is really deep and really transformative and yeah I'm a big fan of Reiki I'm a master but I don't teach so I'd love to hear more about that as well and Vanessa what do you love most about what you do as a healer what do I love most I think what I love most is to really see the transformation of my clients and my students it's often that yeah most people who come to me they come of course for a reason and often it is physical pain Mm. or depression and lots of other kind of diseases And the beauty is really to see how this life changes, yeah. And um, also with my my students, to really see how they're stepping up and how they take responsibility for themselves. I often see people and they come uh, and they're still in their victim role. And they always tell me everything is happening to them. And to really make this shift from this is happening to me in, and shifting this into this is ha- happening for me. So there is a reason behind. There is something that needs to heal, yeah, something that needs to be cleared. And I need to go a bit deeper with that because it's, it's not only our beliefs yeah, that we are carrying, but we carry often the beliefs and the traumas from our parents, our grandparents, our ancestors. And so sometimes we don't even know where all this is coming from. Um, Yeah, by really letting this go, your life can be so much more happy and lighter. Beautiful. And so I'm I'm really, really all about the taking your power back, taking the responsibility for yourself. And it doesn't mean that you have to go on this journey all by yourself. That's why there are holistic healers, Reiki masters, yoga teachers and yeah lots of other therapists and healer um, to just support you on this way yeah so you don't have to do it all by yourself but it's really important to know that you are your own healer you heal yourself and a therapist or a healer is actually uh, actually facilitating yeah he's giving you this space so that you and the body can actually do the work beautiful and that's so true thanks for this so you are your own healer and that's so empowering when we realize that isn't it that we can actually yeah. de-layer all those emotions and beliefs and whatever we've, we've been you know has been stored within us beautiful yeah. yeah i love that what would you say i guess is your perspective on holistic health and well-being 
I guess in the world at the moment. It's it's so needed. Mm, couldn't agree it's more. Really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is really something we need to because right now the world is a bit a bit crazy and um I think this is really what is happening right now that people again like they just give their power away. Mm. Yeah, and they're listening to all these authorities and they're listening to other people and I don't want to start with like being pro or con vaccination. This is a very uh, individual choice that we need to do for ourselves. But yeah, just to, to really question yourself and see like, how is my lifestyle and what can I do to support myself and how can I make my life more healthy? And is there any, so what am I doing already? Yeah, to keep my body healthy and alive. Yeah, and really this this power that we have to take that back and say okay I can do that yeah and to look for the help that you need as I mentioned before yeah this is nothing you have to do by yourself because yeah. it can be quite a tough journey healing journeys are are not easy yeah. and um, there are often a lot of tears and a lot of pain mm -hmm. but once you've gone through this process it really helps you then to take care of yourself yeah so that you're not going back to this step and in the future you will deal very differently with any kind of situations that come to you yeah not an easy journey but definitely worth it and I love that you spoke about taking responsibility again I guess and knowing that we can actually heal and our immune system is quite powerful and we are very powerful so it's amazing what you do helping people to remember that they have that innate power within them to actually transform their lives. So you're a great support. Thank you. <laughs> like you. <laughs> <laughs> so we could ask you what healing tools you might draw on to support yourself when you're going through a difficult time. Yeah, so definitely the Reiki is my number one. Mm, yep. <laughs> I need to say whenever there is something going on, it's always something I come back to, but I also I practice uh, meditation, and breathing techniques, I, I do yoga. Um, and I think these are all things that they are very much integrated into my life. Yeah. Because I think this is something you really need to integrate into your life. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not that you only want to use it when you actually need it. Mm, so true. so really having a, having a routine, having a, um, I don't know how I want to, how I want to call it, but yeah, having a spiritual practice, whatever that is for you. And it, it might be dancing on a regular basis or singing, or for me, it's also a lot of connecting with nature. Yeah? Yeah. Nature is so healing. So yeah, when there are things coming up for me, the first thing I would do, yeah, to really support myself with Reiki, but also going into nature and connecting deeply with nature. Yeah. Uh, Mother Earth is so wise. And we really need to, to learn to listen again, not only to listen to ourselves, but also to listen to nature. And then we, we find the answers. Beautiful. Yeah, couldn't agree more. So would you say that you have a daily practice? Yes. Yes, would I you definitely. Like to share that with us? Yeah, so I'm, my daily practice is a bit different than it was before because I'm a 
I'm a new mom now, so yeah, I, things are changed. So I can still keep <laughs> my practice, which is not always working. Yeah, but um, at least I do have like a 15-minute walk in nature every morning, and yeah, regular meditation at the moment. I can't say a daily meditation practice. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, um, so daily morning walk, and sometimes just standing on the lawn. Yeah, so really, or standing on the soil to really have this grounding. Yeah. And then, yeah, meditation and different breathing techniques that I'm using. And of course, the Reiki is something that I nearly do daily because Reiki for me, it's it's not something that is separated from my life. Yeah. Um, Reiki is for me something that is really integrated in my life. So it's not that I'm giving myself um, a treatment every day, mm. but it's so part of my life that I'm really using it a couple of times every day. Yeah. And this is what I really like about the Reiki, that it's nothing that you have to separate from your life or that you really have to make a lot of space for. Because I see that right now, I don't always have the time to really sit down and meditate. I can do it, but it might just be a couple of minutes. And the Reiki, just really connecting with yourself every yeah. now and then, a couple of times a day, that really helps me to stay grounded and to to really check in with myself, what is going on and also what is coming up, what do I need to look at, totally. being aware of that. Yeah, and I'm sure being a new mum too, these tools are even more useful, aren't they, really, to have those integrated into your life? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to, to work out all these things of being a new mum, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it gave me a lot more, a lot more peace um, and, yeah, just... Just staying more calm when things are getting getting really crazy, and uh, yeah, just having this this deep inner trust. Yeah, this is yeah. really helping uh, because yeah, nobody is really preparing you for for parenthood, so you have to just go with the flow and work it out on the way. Yeah. And for me, yeah, it definitely helped me um, a lot of like different spiritual tools I would call them to use then and that's why I why I like to really have that already in my life before because I often when I have new clients and they say yeah I'm doing my breathing once a week yeah and and then they they are like oh yeah and if it's getting really difficult then I start with it and this is not really how it works you need to have something that you can really do on a daily basis so you, it's really, it's part of your life and your whole being knows already about that. And yeah, it's not something you just start when you're not in a good space because then it's not really working. It really needs something that is integrated into your life. A hundred percent. It's really, I guess, comes down to changing those old habits and patterns, doesn't it? And really having something that's yeah. really healthy for you every day. Yeah. I love so that. So true. So true. And you spoke about yoga, and I know you you mainly teach yin yoga now. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love yin. <laughs> and do you want to speak a little bit more about that? Because I know you do yin yoga and Reiki classes too, which are really mm-hmm. nourishing and divine. When I first practiced yin yoga, it just got me. It was like, okay, I love all. I love the other forms of yoga that there are, but yin yoga really helped me 
to connect with myself also to have this grounding and it also it teaches you so much about really listening and being patient with yourself yeah, yeah. Um, for the ones who are not familiar with yin yoga so normally you stay in a position up to five minutes and when uh, I tell that new students, they're like, oh my God, Whoa. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they try it and it, it might not uh, work in the first place. And it, because often when our body becomes still, our mind is just going wild. True. Um, but when you, when you practice yin yoga on a regular basis, it really helps you to, to come back into your body and allow the monkey mind to be there but not getting so caught up in it and combining it with reiki is so beautiful because it gives you this this extra recharge yeah, yeah? and it really helps you to go even deeper into a position when you might thought okay this is my limit and then with the reiki energy it really you can let go a bit more and you can sink even deeper into a position and into your own space. Beautiful. It's a beautiful practice in yoga, very transformative too. And I, I love how you can combine it with Reiki. I remember coming to one of your classes in Bali and it yeah, felt please. really, really I'd lovely. Love to, I'd <laughs> love to, to come have to you another there. one. <laughs> Someone who's, I guess, starting or in the beginning of their healing journey, do you have any advice or guidance or wisdom that you might like to share? You've already shared quite a bit, but is there anything else that you'd like to add? Yeah, if you're starting on your healing journey, it's really important to find the tool that resonates most with you because there is so much out there and it's all beautiful tools, but the best tool is not working if it doesn't resonate with you. Totally. So I would say just try it, whatever you choose. Do a bit of trial and error. I know also that lots of therapists, they're not only focusing on one tool, they have a little toolbox and they can give you different things. So it's really good to just see what works. Yeah, For one person, it might be yoga. For the other person, it might be breath work. And for the third person, it's energy healing yeah. so really try to listen to your to yourself and see what resonates i think this is uh, the most important don't let other people tell you what to do really try to connect with yourself here and see what comes up and what makes sense and also in this space it's always important to really have this connection with your therapist or your healer you, you really need to get into the feeling space and to see is that person good for me or not because otherwise it, it's just blocking you uh, and you're yeah. resisting. So, yeah, just talking to different people and see if the energy resonates with you or not. Yeah, totally. And it's interesting that you said when you're blocking or resisting, that can, that can often come up on the healing journey, can't it, when you're kind of trying mm -hmm. a new path and... I mean, resonance, like you said, is really important, what resonates. But, yeah, the resistance, I think before we started this conversation today on the podcast, we are talking a little bit about getting out of our comfort zone and resistance and all those things. Would you have any mm -hmm. advice for someone who might be experiencing that resistance on their healing journey? Yeah, it's often, yeah, as you, as you mentioned, it's often when we start with it. And I think it's not only when we start. Yeah, mm, no. <laughs> this is something that comes up over and over because totally. we are so used to be in our comfort zone and it's a beautiful place to be but there is no growth happening 
Yes. And there is nothing changing. So you can really decide, do I stay there because I feel safe here? This is my safe space. Or do I really want to change something? And if you are on your healing journey, that's normally what you want to do. You want to change something because you're suffering. So you can decide, do I stay in the suffering? And I know there are also lots of reasons why people do that. Mm. Um, um, and this comes with with the responsibility again Um, if you don't want to take responsibility for yourself you rely on others yeah and that might work for a while but if you really want to take care of yourself and want to take care of your life then you need to overcome this this first step. And I know this first step is often the most challenging to really make this little step out of your comfort zone. And you might found a a great therapist that you really resonate with. And then things coming up and you're like, oh, I don't want to go there. (laughs) It's a place I don't want to touch. Of course, it's your your choice, but you need to sometimes really push through that. And go through the pain. And then when you come out on the other side, you see how much, how many things transformed. Totally. I think this is a, the thing why so many people start with whatever it is. Yeah. Let's say somebody signed up for a meditation course and they're doing it for a couple of times. And then they say, oh, no, I can't do it because my mind is still very active. And that's okay. I think this is what people need to know. It's okay. Yeah. We're not trying to completely silence the mind and it takes time and practice. It's nothing that comes overnight. Whatever you choose to do, once you committed to it, try to stick with it. Yeah. yeah love Instead that answer. Of give, giving up too early. I know this is often the easier way, but the yeah. thing is, whatever we don't heal is coming back. Yeah, it just wants to be seen, even if it's something that we think is uncomfortable. But so true. Yeah, if you if you don't do anything about it, it's just coming back. Maybe an example for that is there are people who um, are sick and they go to the doctor, the symptoms are being cured, uh, and a few months later they come back with another symptom and it just goes on and on. Yeah. And um, if you want to be one of these persons, then just continue what you're doing. Mm. But if you really, truly want to heal, you need to change something. And you need to stop just curing the symptoms and really see what is underneath that. So really digging deep. And it's a tough journey, but it's it's worth it. Totally. And like that digging deep, it's, um, it's amazing because you discover more about yourself and deeper layers. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, despite the pain, it's actually a really amazing thing to uncover, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, yeah the, the comfort zone stuff, I completely agree with you. It's just stepping out of that. I don't know about you, but for me personally, every time I step out, it's like, oh, my God, that feeling's here again. Oh, can I do this? But being more aware of it, I guess having that awareness, going, oh, there's that voice again. No, I can do that. Just need to purge it out and and just keep moving forward because, like you said, being stuck where you are, you'll never move. And it's it's almost just keep pushing through those blocks and Mm -hmm. having a therapist, a supportive person like yourself to actually help people navigate that resistance Mm -hmm. is really, really helpful, I think. So, yeah, that's really what, and that's why we're all here for, yeah. 
to just to give this support. And when the, the let's call it the nasty voice is coming back. To yeah. you There's nasty voices. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, really, yeah, you need someone who is encouraging you yeah, to still do mm. things. And there's so many things in life that scare us. But yeah. if we never take um, the step forward and a, a leap of faith and really try it, then mm. we, we just stay in our old patterns, our old beliefs, uh, our old pain. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And I totally understand. It's so, it's something so familiar that we often don't want to do it, mm. but really pushing through that and, and doing it and having support is so so important to move forward to grow as a person to grow on your spiritual journey yeah really becoming the person you you want to be 100 percent. yeah and i love that you said leap of faith and i feel many people struggle with taking a leap into the unknown or the unseen and maybe that's you know could be part of our conditioning or whatever just you know not wanting to know what's on the other side mm-hmm. and that can be really terrifying how do you i'm guessing with with a lot of clients you work with they have that similar kind of story coming up any mm-hmm. anything you'd like to say about that just i guess what you know i guess even you moving to bali was was a bit of an unknown territory when you moved to bali i know it wasn't really your you weren't sure but you just kept staying <laughs> and why wouldn't you <laughs> But yeah. yeah, any thoughts there? Yeah, for me, it, it was really I. I never, I never pictured myself in Bali or wow. really like I. My life before for was very very structured and very secure, I would say. And uh, yeah, for me, a lot of things changed when I when I started traveling, and it was terrifying. I actually a week before I would start my one year journey i i was saying to everyone no i'm not going i was terrified to just try it but i really had to yeah to convince myself to just try it and it's it's nothing you know it's not you do something and you can never go back i think this is this is something you also need to know that it's it's not that you do one little step and everything is changing, which does sometimes happen. Yeah. But often it's like you take a little step forward and if you don't feel comfortable, take a little step back and then try again. I think it's really the most important is about the trying. And honestly, I know lots of people think like, oh yeah, living in Bali, it's a paradise. It's it's wonderful. And yes, of course it is, but it comes with a lot of fear and uncertainty. And yeah, uh, yeah being in a in a foreign country and having to, yeah, just do everything by yourself and having no support really from from outside and then just working your your way through that is so empowering and you grow so much and then not saying everybody needs to move into a different country but just learning new things um, can often be so scary and we find a million reasons why we can't do that and I also do see that with people who, for example, they they explored yoga for themselves and um, they do a yoga teacher training. They wanna they wanna become a teacher, but they are so afraid of teaching. And 
sometimes really just pushing yourself into this this situation and doing it instead of thinking your way through it because it mm. doesn't get you anywhere so yeah. true this this overthinking is yep. something that is blocking you so so much and really taking small steps yeah and sometimes really going where it feels uncomfortable yeah, yeah. and even if you mess up completely you it's definitely okay. learn something. It's yeah. okay, you know. Yeah, and sometimes you need you need maybe a little bit pushing from outside. So there, a therapist or a healer or even a friend, yeah, can mm. be this support of like pushing you into the right direction. Yeah, um, and giving you this this leap of faith that just try it. Yeah, often when we when I meet people and sometimes there are people and they just go for it yeah? yeah they don't think about it because when you start thinking about it it really it blocks you because you often think about what is what can go wrong yeah yeah instead of actually yeah. <laughs> actually thinking mm. changing your mindset and thinking about what can go right yeah totally fear seems to be quite a big one for a lot of people i think isn't mm -hmm. it that that emotion of fear that you know we just kind of jump to the worst case scenario and and worry so <laughs> i love that you spoke about about changing that that idea and seeing where it takes you look where it took you <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you would have told me that 10 years ago that i'm living in bali <laughs> um, teaching Reiki, um, living here with my husband and my daughter. I would have, what? Yeah, I would tell you, no, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> wow. Because my next question was actually um, if you thought your life has turned out the way you thought it would. So it sounds like you, you've answered that one. And not, it... <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I really, I, yeah. I always knew that I want to go more into the um, holistic healing and support people but I've never pictured myself really living in a different country wow. I've never thought about Indonesia honestly like yeah um, and I was I was traveling a lot in Australia and New Zealand and Bali was not even on my list but hmm. yeah the life just guided me there and I arrived here and I was like okay I'm, I'm going to stay and I'll just see how it goes. And <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's a complete different life, but I wouldn't change anything. Mm. And I, I wouldn't change anything of my journey because I learned a lot. And I, I did suffer it also a lot being in Bali and not having this emotional support from having my family around or my my friends um, and really rebuilding your life is something that that definitely is so so empowering and I'm so grateful that I that I choose to stay and that I really build this life I think everyone can do it um, you just yeah you need to come back to yourself and really trust yourself that you can yeah. do it Beautiful. And what a beautiful life you've created for you and your family. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's still unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Sometimes it's like, is it real or not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. guessing right now Bali's quiet, isn't it? For the last couple of years, it's it's been probably different to when you first arrived in Bali. How do you find that? Yeah, it's actually funny um, because when I arrived in Bali, it was still very quiet. And then it got really busy and it got really popular and 
since last year, it went back to be really quiet. So it's, um, it's beautiful to see that too, because it, it got really, really busy and sometimes a bit too, too mm. busy and too crazy. And yeah. now we kind of took a step back and yeah, I had the feeling that this is something that, um, yeah, the, the world really needed to, mm. to come a bit back to balance. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people just kept on doing what they were doing instead of really taking this time and this space that they had to deal with all the stuff that was going on inside of them and also see what can you create from that instead of, of yeah being scared and not knowing of course there is uncertainty and that is for for everyone in the world right now everything is so uncertain and people are so vulnerable but sometimes we really need to embrace that to embrace our vulnerability and also not having this this plan always yeah letting go of this plan i come from a culture where everything is very structured and you mm. need to have security and a plan yes. and coming to bali things are completely different here yeah? mm, you're really sure. in bali you need to go more with what they call the flow yeah you need to go with the flow um, because it's very different but to realize yeah there is a lot of uncertainty and we can't do anything about it and to be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. We don't need to always have a plan. Sometimes the best thing we can do is really to sit back and relax and reconnect with nature, reconnect with yourself, and then create from this space and not create from a space of fear. Totally. Don't create from a space of fear. I, I think that's really, really powerful and having that space to reconnect and not having a plan and, you know, coming from, I guess, a similar Western country, well, you know, upbringing in terms of security and planning and knowing. Yeah. And then, you know, even when I was living in Bali, that going with the flow and just allowing things to open up and exp open up for you and just trusting is just such a beautiful thing. And we can all do it, can't we? It's something that we all can tap into if we believe and if we actually, I guess, like we said, choose to step out of that comfort zone and that all we know. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's it's really what you said, you know, like we, we can all do it, but often we are at a at a point in our lives that we we trusted everything that is outside of us instead of trusting yes. ourselves, trusting our intuition. Yes. Um, yes. So this yes. is really something that I that I share with my clients and my students to really come back to your intuition. Because mm. we all have this this gut feeling, we just know. Yeah, I it's know. this this inner knowing, but often um, we don't know how to listen to it anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. To, we've kind of just forgotten how to to listen, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, and really mm. rediscovering that, and and the more connected you are with yourself, the more you are able to get this back. Yeah, to really listen, like is is this person good for me because we have this like our body is literally telling us the moment yes. we see a person yes. we intuitively know this person yes. is good or bad for us yes but sometimes we let our mind talk into it yeah and say oh yeah. no it's fine you know and then we come back and we feel really depleted and we feel tired and and then this should actually be a red flag and saying like okay this was not good, yeah. And mm. often people just, yeah, they let their mind take over too much and mm. uh, let their mind tell them what to do 
instead yeah. of listen to the body you know the body is is showing you often very clear if a situation or a person is good for you or not yeah, yeah. and that might be you might feel tension around this person or um, you can really literally feel your energy getting depleted and to really come back to this and the more you can trust yourself the more you can also trust everyone around you because you know yeah you're going to decide for yourself very powerful and very true and if we don't listen it can actually make us really unwell can't it it just yeah our life can spin out of control so. yeah it's very true yeah we have the answers thank you for sharing that you might have already answered yeah, this but you. let's just see what what is one or more thing that you've learned along your journey that you might like to share that could be a benefit to others you've already shared so much but I guess is there anything mm -hmm. else that you'd like to share with us I think the most important is really this trusting yourself listen to your intuition yeah. um not looking on social media or on the internet to find the answers but to sit with it and yeah to give yourself the time and space to find these answers yeah it might not come immediately it might take a bit time but to really give yourself the space to explore and to get to know yourself even better. Beautiful. That's really good advice. And it's interesting, isn't it, when you say it? It's so true. And it's also quite simplistic. We've kind of just almost forgotten the importance of mm -hmm. those practices and trusting ourselves. So that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever practice that is, yeah. There are yeah. there are so many beautiful tools and practices out there and Really, just find what works for you and yeah, kind of stick yeah. to it. And doesn't yeah. mean that you can't integrate others, other practices. But yeah, really being open for something new. I think this is the important part. I know yeah. in, in, in the Western world, uh, people are often very skeptical when it comes to spiritual practices. But it's something that is already there for thousands of years yeah totally um, and we we kind of rediscover it interesting what we're rediscovering isn't it yeah. really <laughs> things we've forgotten that are quite important so yeah yeah very true very true yeah all this this knowledge and this inner wisdom really to go more and more and listen to that yeah yeah and I think like you said before the last couple of years we've had we've almost had been granted this space to reflect and and go in and get to know ourselves on a deeper level and reevaluate our lives and our choices and we, I mean we always have that choice to to do that but we've really had that choice in the last couple of years it's like you know whether you take it or or you go back to your comfort zone or you know repeating old patterns and it's it's mm -hmm. it's yeah it's easier said than done you know to change as we've talked about but it, it's beautiful when we grow isn't it really mm -hmm. yeah. that's what we're here for it is it is <laughs> and uh, and I, I know that it, it can be sometimes scary and uncomfortable but yeah totally um, totally I still get scared next chapter oh, yeah. oh what's gonna happen but no <laughs> let's reframe it it's exciting <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and 
and sometimes you might even think oh my god I just want to go back and yeah I want to go back and I don't want to be yeah. such a, a conscious being and knowing no. about all these things <laughs> like, yeah. just let me go back to my old life where I didn't have to take responsibility for myself and <laughs> totally yeah it's just it's 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 definitely a safety zone isn't it it's it's mm-hmm. like you're stripped bare and vulnerable and yeah that's it's beautiful just where the growth is and what an amazing experience it is yeah so do you have any final last words or uh, messages of wisdom or inspiration that you'd like to impart just trust yeah trust yourself with the choices you make even if for everyone else it looks crazy yeah and they don't agree don't let them talk you out of this yeah yeah Yeah, really go with what feels good for you it's very true go what feels good and that feels different for everyone i agree yeah so i know that you're running some reiki trainings and some mums groups at the moment any other any workshops or projects on the horizon for you that you'd like to talk about yeah so for everyone who is in bali i run in person reiki trainings so if you like to learn reiki for yourself i'm here to support you and i started a so-called mom circle uh, where moms come together and yeah they can just share any difficulties but also any wins that they had and just creating kind of a sisterhood yeah um, bringing the female energy together. And I know there are also a lot of women's circles around, and I think this is really important, especially for us women, yeah, to really create this, create from this calm and nourishing place. And having other women and um, really creating this sisterhood is something that I'm that I want to do more and more because the male energy is very important too. But to have this this female wisdom also this female energy this female wisdom of not like forcing things too much but more letting things unfold and holding space for each other is something very important in this world yeah so i also do uh, online reiki trainings if anyone is interested but can't come to bali please feel free to reach out and just uh, for any kind of support i'm here i'm happy to to support and to help and to guide yeah i think that's that's uh, my main thing and at the moment of course um, being a new mom just supporting also more the mothers of the world i know we we've taken on a lot of different roles when we become a mom and to really balance that and to you know becoming a mom doesn't mean that you can't create in other ways anymore and really having this balance of being a mom but also following your own path is something really important and I'm working on a program to make that happen too. Oh, that's amazing. Beautiful things that you offer and very, very needed. 
Thank you, Holly. So if anyone wants to reach out to Vanessa, we'll pop all your details below so that you can reach out to her. Yeah, look, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. Really, really grateful for your time and sharing your story, your wisdom, your energy. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Holly, for having me. I hope I'm going to see you again soon in Bali and we can can create together again. Um, It's really an honor for me to be on this podcast and to share my knowledge or my wisdom. 